Here we go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the night! Ah. Uh -huh. No! On your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello out there. Welcome to the Nights of Nerditude podcast. Podcast for all things nerd. I am your host of this mini episode tonight. I'm here on the Skype hotline with... Waiting for the Book of Nia Nub show to start. Sam. Uh, it's a fet world, but somebody's got to do it. John. I didn't think of one. This is the way, Chris. <laughs> All right. So based on the intro and based on just what day it is said, and what day it is. Yeah, we couldn't hold it in any longer. We had to talk about the season two finale of Ma the Mandalorian. We swear this doesn't happen all the time. I mean, like, no. coming. Yeah. Coming to you live from a Saturday night. So that is true. some like, of us may have drank a little bit, but. You know. It takes an active CGI to get us to come together on a Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's all we're talking about. Sorry. That's it. No news. No movies. Just this. That's why it's a mini episode. Need, you know, needless to say. Four tangents. Yeah, yeah. Needless to say, there will be spoilers. So yeah. oh, if you yeah. have not seen, oh, please yeah. turn back now. Um, we will talk about things other than the last two minutes or five minutes, whatever you want to say. Yeah, we'll um, say five minutes. But, well, wait, wait, let's, let's, so let, let's yeah. talk about uh, everything until the last, yeah. like the last two minutes. So, right. So more or less, can, everybody comes together. Everybody who like appeared minus Ahsoka Tono came back for this. Yeah, episode. perfect. Can, can we, yeah. I'm not going to rehash the episode, but no, can we, so I may have seen like my favorite little clip or like screenshot in any TV show that I've ever seen. And that is when, um, what's his face? Mando walks into the cantina and then like Boba Fett's like silhouette comes right next to him. And they mm -hmm. just, that's probably my favorite scene. That little was, clip. Yeah. That was awesome. Of probably all TV. Just cause I just got like the weird tingly feelings. Like, Oh my <laughs> God. In any other time, this cantina would be burning to the ground. <laughs> And this yeah. is like the, the coolest you know thing is, I've seen. Uh, go behind that when they uh, prepare to board the uh, the ship, the Imperial ship, and you just see Slave One fly right in front of it. I thought that was an awesome shot. Like that was, oh my god, that was. It so still cool. didn't hold the remnants rev that I guess. No, no, but, the, but the two Mandalorians side by side silhouette kind of. Th that was an incredible. Right, scene. just surveying the premises. Yeah. No, and like how the whole crowd was like, and quiet. yeah, yeah. Did the um, did the other guy die? What other guy? The oh, guy the who was with Mando? Bo Katan. No, no. Okay, I so don't he's know just not he in this episode. Okay. No, it's funny because mm -hmm. Sasha Banks was like, yeah, that one episode that I was in, that was all I was in for the season, and then here she is showing up for this episode. Kudos to. Can we just give a round of applause to everybody who's been working on this? Like the secret that yeah. they kept because i know we we're trying to avoid stuff but like that would have been hard to avoid if it got leaked you know uh, like think about even starting with the first episode yeah, of season true. one like the biggest like ball drop of all time like 
the, yeah, the, Nick the, Nolte. I know, right? No. <laughs> yeah, um, of course. <laughs> Sam, it was Taika Waititi, obviously. Right. Oh, yeah, that um, too. Yeah. No, but, like, to have Baby Yoda in that first episode and then, like, the the know-how that Disney had, which I give them so much props for this, for not releasing any Baby Yoda toys. Right. Or anything until like six months later. Yeah. Like to their like disadvantage. Like they could yeah. have like pumped this. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, it, was, it was Christmas time. Right around right? Christmas, everybody yeah. it took off. Everyone loved Baby Yoda and they're like, No, you can have these toys on I think they started uh releasing them in May of twenty twenty. Right. Because that's always what happens to like some asshole at like Hasbro like re- like leaks all this stuff so mm-hmm. yeah like oh why is there a baby Yoda right well oh, look that... at this person he's got these extra guns what does that mean like stupid stuff like that but like, why yeah, are we put... why are we making more Boba Fett stuff I thought all those guys died right <laughs> well they probably figured like the media attention they'd get out of keeping Baby Yoda uh, a secret would be worth the loss in sales. Oh, for and, sure. You know, oh, oh, yeah. I guarantee yeah. that they didn't yeah. lose anything. No, they didn't because I bet yeah. you Yoda, Baby Yoda was probably the best-selling toy. New toy of yeah. 2020. Yeah. And and, all of them. And, Everything with Baby Yoda. And part of that was the fact that it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. They knew that they would get a bunch of press out of that. Yeah. So, we, based on that, this show likes to work in secret, <clears throat> and I can... I just applaud it. Yep. Thank you for doing Standing this. ovation to the Favreau and Filoni. Oh, my God. They are keeping things secret and doing an amazing the job. The FNF boys. And they're not... And, and, like, and they're not... Well, I guess... we can, Do we want to move on from the secrets? The, like, the secret topic here? Cause no, I mean, we're, we, we'll we get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. No, 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 so, no not that. Not that in particular. Because oh. I want to move... Because I want to give them kudos because they can... They can really throw a story together. And John was saying this last week where he didn't want to bring in too, too much of the the trilogy or incorporate, you know. Oh, the, the original yeah, trilogy. Yeah, the original trilogy, you know, fill that in. I'm, I'm actually kind of happy Boba Fett was not involved with the second half of the episode. Yeah, no, like he was such a minor character in this episode. Like, I mean, he had a major role, but he was such a minor character. Yeah, I mean, You're just super happy that they didn't come off in the end. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. We'll, so, we'll talk about this later, but like I remember my earlier worry about Boba Fett was this series would just turn into oh man, Boba Fett's so cool, guys. Like, right. isn't he? Yeah. And, and we, we had that moment. Yeah. We had yeah. like precisely had... just enough to satisfy everybody. Yeah, it was force like, fake yeah, coolness. The, Bo- <laughs> the Boba Fett fanboys were more than service, and everybody else yes, was we like, were. "Hey, this is Boba Fett. That guy's all right." Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. get knee rockets. I mean, nobody so, was ever with... like, fuck Boba Fett, to be <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah. It was always so, like, this guy's in three seconds of Star Wars. Why is your room right. adorned with only Boba Fett stuff? <laughs> yeah, Sean, why do you have Boba Fett bed sheets? Because he's awesome. Anyways, no, uh, so I actually saw a meme today that uh, kind of goes along the lines of this. It's J.J. Uh, Abrams, and it says, we can't satisfy the original trilogy fans while also appearing to a new, younger audience. And it's John Favreau saying, hold my beer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, yeah. are, are we at the point, and I don't know if we wanted to, well, fuck it, we'll just talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, were they dumb not to go to this guy to begin with? 
Like, yes. why did we go to J.J. now that I'm thinking about it? Because J.J., when he took over Star Wars, was supposed to be the second coming of Spielberg. Right. So it makes sense to go with him. And I but mean, like, you know, I think... He proved, he proved that he couldn't even understand what Star Trek was. And he even came out and said, I am not a Star Trek fan. It's like, then why are you making a movie? Actually, the Star, yeah, the Star Trek was good, it. though. Like, the first... Well, but it's not was, Star Trek. Was Star it's Trek Star good, though? <laughs> was Star Trek actually good, or was it, like, kind of this, like knockoff kind of like greatest hits sort of like you know distillation like I, you know i, I get with, it with but... jj yeah but like i i think the the first star trek movie is like no different than like what force awakens was yeah like it wasn't adding anything really i never it watched was just star kind trek of resetting so the timeline like, for me it was good but you know i never i never actually watched them before so the problem with like the movies for Star Trek and like even like the original run of the movies is like it almost feels like it kind of forgot what Star Trek is. Is it's not really an action story? It's more like like interesting space stories. Right. Well, everybody Drama hates the eighties. Everybody hates the Voyage Home. So, and that, I love that one, but <laughs> um, anyway, getting back to this universe. Uh, but, I mean, really, though, when you think about it, I mean, I don't know if maybe, like, the contracts weren't right or, like, he was so locked into doing shit like Jungle Book or whatever that, you know, that was, like, impossible to do. But, like, he did do Iron Man and Iron Man 2. Like, you know, th it was, like, um, there was precedence to, like, go to him to begin with. Yeah. Now, like, I don't know if you bring Filoni in, too, at that point. I'm sure, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure that he's a big part of this as well. Um, you know, like I think Favreau has a vision, but like I think Filoni's the like nerd of the two. I mean, like it's oh, it's yeah. like alpha yeah. nerd and like still pretty big nerd, but like you know, he's <laughs> he's the he's the you know keeper of all the secrets. Yeah. I trust I trust Filoni to do a story, and I trust Favreau to execute said story. You you know what uh the their uh their dynamic kind of reminds me of is when uh, they were filming the Lord of the Rings, how they had, like, the Tolkien scholars on set mm -hmm. to make sure that they were following what... That's kind of what I feel like Favreau and Filoni are, is, like, they know yeah. what Star Wars... One of them really knows what Star Wars is, and the other one knows what he's doing on, like, a live-action set, and they're going with each other and, like, trying to figure this out as they go along. But, like... He's like, no, this is what how Star Wars would be, not this stupid thing. It's like you have I, to go this way with this story. I saw a meme. It was just a picture from like a 1970s Star Wars toy uh, ad. It's just two kids playing with a bunch of Star Wars action figures, and it said on it, uh, Filoni and Favreau writing season two for Mandalorian. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I, I you know, I, I'm sorry that this is the first place for my thoughts to go. But I can't look at, like, how succinctly and just, like, great this series has been now through 16 episodes, 16, you know, half-hour, 45-minute installments, which is probably the mm -hmm. equivalent of, like, s seven or eight movies, even though it's not, you know, super fair to, to say it that way. But, yeah. Um, and it's just, like, it just seems like such a fucking wasted opportunity with the sequels. You know? I mean, I, yeah. it just... it. Why couldn't you should have just given it to these guys to begin with? I mean, you know, granted, I don't think anybody, you know, I'm not going there hindsight's 2020 being like, well, yeah, I mean, giving it to JJ sounds like the right move, but 
I don't know. I mean, I guess the, the writing was on the wall that like you could have like given it to Favreau. I, th- I think Favreau might might not have because he was he did do Iron Man and Iron Man two I think before the the start of filming. The Force Awakens, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. he definitely did that, but I think Favreau was very much involved with Feige in the Marvel stuff, and I didn't right. know he wanted to split his time because now Favreau's kind of just along well, he's for just the a ride. Disney guy. Yeah, he's just a I Disney mean. guy at this point, and I think he he's willing <laughs> to find the next thing, and this is, I think this is where he wanted to go. So I mean, it's it's incredible how he's like gone through like almost like every. I mean, I guess he hasn't done Pixar, but he's done you know Marvel. Although technically it wasn't really Disney at the time, so to speak. But he's done Marvel, Disney animation, and now he's in Star Wars and kind of like, you know, burgeoning Grand Poobah of all that. Um, so, yeah, so, so well, about around the time that they started, so they started filming Force Awakens in 2014. Uh, so that's about the right. same time as The Jungle Book. Right, about The Jungle Book, all yeah. Right. I think that was his yeah, first, so. yeah, because didn't it? Uh, they became Disney in what 2012, I want to say. Yeah, it was. So I it think wasn't long before filming started. Yeah, so he was probably yeah. I'm, there, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it was probably thrown around at some point, but I think he had other stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. But you know, kind of unfortunate now that I guess you know we we can get into this when we get to get into the legacy later. But like you know, how. How entrenched are the sequel trilogies now? You know, like how, um, you know, can you pull, can you go into JJ's bag of tricks and do the alternate universe bullshit? Yeah, I don't no, know. No, I, I think at this point we we have to progress with this. We have to progress with this episode before we really get off the rails here. Um, sure. Yeah. I know. So yeah, let's. So we, I, we go expand. I, I also like. I, I I think it was selected this way, where they didn't bring in. Um, Oh Jesus! Who's the other guy from uh, Tatooine with the shock trooper? What the heck is his name? Oh, I forget his name every single time. Wait, the other guy? He's from the bounty Tatooine hunter. He's the, the guild leader. Um, oh, um, oh God, uh, what the heck is his name? He's I'm like the, saying Carl Banks. No, no Carl Weathers. Um, Carl Weathers. Yeah, God, God, I always no, forget his no, name. He's not Tatooine. I don't want to say like. Yeah, it's not I don't want to say. Yeah, that's not. Tatooine. I don't want to say the dude from Predator because it just seems a little weird. Um. With Carl Weathers, That's like I, I think movies just dudes. I think it was selected that we're gonna skip Carl Weathers for this episode because he could have fit in in this. He could have actually showed up, and then that dude, for the yeah, other, no, he the, could not have fit in. And we'll get the to other the Mandalorian. Fit in. I think the other Mandalorian they selected, they selectively yep. did not involve him because I think they're like, we just want these four women to be the most badass. Exactly. Chicks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And for sure, I'm not gonna lie. It's 100 percent a girl power. I was moment, super excited. I was, oh, they they were awesome. And All you know what? You know what was so nice too. It was, and in the moment, you're like, oh wait, these are just four chicks in yeah. the Star Wars universe, and they're all badasses, but they don't they need to play it up like fucking uh, they did in fucking Marvel. Endgame, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I'm sorry, you can do these things and not be fucking heavy handed as hell. Yeah. <laughs> People no, are smart. You, I'm sorry. It was that, but yeah. that shock trooper is she's actually growing on me, like more Cardi. and more and more. Yeah, and the and the actress yeah. who plays her, I was actually very very like satisfied with her. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, I, I didn't. Did you guys know the Alderan thing with like the tear? No, or whatever? that was a cool no, little no. tidbit. Though. I like that. That was yeah. yeah, that was a nice little thing. Yeah, I was like oh, I noticed the tear. It's like 
I do like I do like her moving into this position as like the marshal. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, I'm I'm used to the grizzled, uh, jaded veteran kind of thing, and just you know getting some uh, somebody who you know is actually fighting for something rather than yeah. just like this shit again. Uh, you know, I mean, she's got like <laughs> sprinklings of antihero, but not as like over the yeah. top as we've seen right. kind of already right. played out over and the, over again. The show has enough antiheroes. <laughs> yes, yeah. for sure, for sure. Um. I mean, I don't want to say it was run-of-the-mill. I think, like, the action and stuff was really great. But, like, you know, we've come to expect a lot of this. And I think it's just, it's delivered. I, I, I think this episode was kind of, like, to a higher level. And, you know, we're not on Imperial Cruisers. Sorry, Imperial Light Cruisers every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and I think, like, the Dark Trooper stuff was cool. Although there's still, mm-hmm. like... That was awesome. <laughs> there, there's was still great. the, like... Yeah, to me, there's always the problem, though, of, like, and you get this in, like, kids' shows and, like, comics and stuff where it's, like, the guy that can do everything and has, like, a million gadgets. Like, well, why isn't he just doing this right now? This would kill this guy, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, maybe more so when he's fighting Giancarlo Esposito or, you know, Moff Gideon at the end than, than the Dark Troopers because he does try to use the flamethrower, and that doesn't really work. I mean, how do you kill a droid, really? Mm-hmm. I did like uh, how whenever the droids were on screen, we got a sick dubstep going yeah. on. Yeah. I have to admit, I was thinking about this too. Like the music is is very very good in this episode. It is very yeah. strong and very potent because everything that they did just fit with what the scenario was, particularly with the stormtroopers. Stormtroopers, the uh, dark troopers. Yep, there we go. See, damn beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's throwing me all off here. I'm sorry. Uh, it was interesting. They did they did do like a Terminator, like red eye robot type thing. A little bit too mm. much for me. But well, I, so my my biggest flaw with the whole troopers thing is like the fact that they were like there was that line when they were like, oh the the man inside was the the last flaw like flaw for them. Like yeah, so little... you're going back to droids. <laughs> which were so successful to begin with. Like, really? Like, I didn't like the... Fa- I, I kind of would have liked them to be cyborgs more than, like, just straight-up droids. Because then, like, why not just make a bunch of super battle droids at that point? Like, that's essentially what they I are. I can't imagine... Well, I don't know. They, we we haven't actually wrote a book on the Star Wars economics yet, but uh, I can't imagine it's cheap to produce. That's why they don't do a lot of them. It's probably some efficiency. Probably some efficiency there. Well, they, apparently um, they drain a lot of power. Yeah, I yeah, did they like gotta that. Be, that, that, be that was a cool. nice uh, little tidbit there that they threw in. Yeah, they're in cold storage and all that. I mean, yeah, it gives them some, you know, constraints. I don't like when it's like, you know, two, like, godlike things are fighting each other. And it's like, oh, okay, the guy punches one harder? All right. <laughs> yeah. I did, I did love that. Um, did, did you guys, like, initially, when they're, like, walking over that, I don't know. The bridge? Uh, bridge. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. like, this seems unnecessary. Yeah, and where are the guardrails? Yeah, truthfully, <laughs> was it necessary? I don't know. But it led to a cool shot of, like, the things flying yeah. in in the end. And actually, even the, um, when the, they, yeah, the two Mandos, yeah, in the jetpacks. Yeah, two yeah, Mandos. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, uh... 
I saw that bridge and I was like, well, this is never going to be important again. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're just building up through, yeah. through, you know, scene, scenery. They're just drawing way too much attention towards the fact that this is a bridge to space. No, what it was was just setting up for the final battle, like walkthrough, you know. That's all it was. It was just saying, all right, well, they have to walk a little ways to get there, so we're going to. We're gonna show gotta stretch this episode out somewhat. Well, we need to show that final scene, you know? <laughs> we need to show that he's not just randomly showing up to one room. He has to go down a hallway and through a cargo hold and, you know, another <laughs> hallway, things like that. What um, What did you guys think of the fight with Moff Gideon? I liked it. I liked it. Uh, Can we skip ahead a little bit here? Cause, so, so I liked it, and I, and I love the fact that we didn't really know, like the the importance of him losing that fight. Yes, uh, I really actually appreciated mm-hmm. that because I, I guess that's I, I don't I don't think I remember that from the Clone Wars TV series. Um, I think no, that's but from like, somewhere else. But like I like that idea that you know things in things in Mandalore are passed down via victory. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's believable. I mean, you oh, know, like this warrior down. clan, you know, mm-hmm. that would be a thing where you have to, you know, fight it or you have to take it off somebody in battle. Yeah. They can't just give it to you. And uh, obviously and then, like, that's where the, season, the next season, if there is one, is going. But Right, and then and then Mando's like, yeah, yeah, just take it. And she's like, sorry, can't, can't do yeah. that. And, and I like, too, that, like, we didn't get a total resolution on that. Um, we just kind of put a pin in that for the... <laughs> For what happened next, um, we can we can we can and I'm sure do a do a prediction for that too. We'll do that at the end, but I kind of want to see sure. where your thoughts would be for that for I guess next next season. Well, it's definitely going to be interesting. He's in a um, precarious situation now uh, with the with the dark saber. Mm-hmm. I had no mm-hmm. idea too. The dark saber was uh was that in Clone Wars? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. By the Death Watch. Or one of the leaders originally shows yeah. up with one of the leaders of the Death Watch. It's basically a terrorist organization from Mandalore, but not really. It's more like an extremist group from Mandalore. Yeah, they they kind of touch upon it when first time you meet Bo Katan in this uh, this show. Yeah, it's it's funny too because part of me is like I would love to see more stuff about Mandalore. Yet we already have a show called The Mandalorian. <laughs> and if you if you're that interested in Mandalore, the planet, yeah. watch the Clone Wars. There are about ten or twelve episodes specifically yeah. to the Mandalore, so so you only there, need a, to go that far. You don't have to go. There's a handful of of them from in the like the last season where it takes place on Mandalore. Yeah, I started rewatching this series because I I think there's a few things I might have missed that would have actually filled in a couple gaps here. I have to say too, just and I know we already started talking about it, but just the use of Boba Fett was just really good. Like they didn't overdo it or anything like that because I was just thinking back to the um, in the cantina where he's like tough talking. Um, oh, who's who's the the, Sasha, um, the other one? Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. And um, how it's sort of like is this necessary? No, but like it's kind of quick enough where I'm like okay, yeah. And it, it's interesting too though with him how like he's he's not really a Mandalorian, you know? Like it no. it, it is true. Yeah. Like, there's some kind like, of weird stuff yeah. with that. Well, too. is, is Jango Fett a Mandalorian? Yes. Yeah. Yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They they, they, they talk about it because he's he a fought a in the Mandalorian like, Wars. Mm-hmm. 
like or the Mandalorian Civil Wars. Like he is a technically a Mandalorian. The problem is what makes Boba Fett not a Mandalorian is he has no clan. And that's kind of why Jango Fett was no longer a Mandalorian, which is weird. So first of all, Boba Fett, he's only been gone for a couple of years, yet no one remembers him. Like, he's like one of the arguably t- six deadliest bo- uh, bounty hunters in the entire yeah, galaxy. <laughs> Star Wars, and no the original trilogy him. proves zero of that. So. No, I, yeah. I, I well, I understand that, but like the implications of the fact that Vader went to these six guys and were like, "Hey, I can't find this thing. I need you six to do it." Or, yeah, but or I, maybe he was just busy many... and he wanted to hire bounty hunters and yeah. found whatever yeah. six showed up. I think he I think you're busy. over out over uh, um, estimating how popular or how the popularity of a bounty hunter at any given yeah. time. Even yeah, like this is popular. is this how, is this Sean bias? No, I think this may be Sean bias. I'm I'm sorry if I actually pay attention to things and you guys decide. I'm, I'm going off of what people see in the movie theater. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. What people see in the movie theater is fine. What I'm talking about is expanded. Well, universe. technically, none of that is canon right now. Expand your <laughs> yeah. mind. Technically, none of that is open, canon. Open, open your, your mind. mind. Open your mind. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but. But you go on Expanded Universe, like, these six are literally... Are like, we talking Expanded Universe universes. books? Canon. Canon. So the, We're talking all this stuff is canon is now? Canon. Yeah. All the books are canon? Yeah, the, the, not all the books. After Once Disney came... I'm talking about everything that came out after Disney acquired the rights. Okay. Yeah. So, but, like... That's the thing. Like these, say, like I'd name them, but I don't want to because you guys will make fun of me and roll your eyes at me. But no, but like the fact that they these are like the deadliest bounty hunters. They have a name behind them because for a reason. Like they give themselves they a fans. name, dude. Yeah, like that people know who these people are. Just because they all have jackets doesn't mean we have to recognize they are little stupid clubs. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I I don't think. The galaxy's huge. I don't think. Yeah, no, I understand. I'm not gonna hold it against huge. them if they I don't mean, the know fact who that, that is. The fact that people know Darth Vader is is you know a testament to him more than anything else. Everyone knows who Jabba the Hutt is. Do they? Watch the Clone Wars. Okay. Everyone knows who the Huts are, and Boba Fett would basically mainly work for Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, but nobody yeah, mentioned but like, Boba Fett in the Clone Wars. All right, we're really is, getting off here. Is Hank? Well, okay. Well, this is a Boba reaction a show kid. to a Disney <laughs> Plus show. No, no. But Actually, Boba Fett is me, in the Clone was. Wars. Yeah, but he's a. I I didn't say he wasn't. I said he's a kid. Yeah, it's a little baby. Like he's a kid, so obviously people aren't going to know who Boba Fett is yet. Is Jabba the Hutt the leader of all the Huts? Or just the Tatooine? Was it? There's like six like clans, heads of the Hut yeah. clans, and Cla- he, uh, Hut families. He's basically one of the most powerful of okay. of the like six. All right, so he's the head. Okay. Yeah, okay. Th- think of Jabba as like the head honcho. Yeah. And think of Boba Fett as like he's his main muscle. I can't think of the mob equivalent, the guy who got shot. But um, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, we've. We've kind of, you know, tap dance around this. We need to, we need no. to get get to the big meat and potatoes. Can I set this up real? Can I set this up real quick? So you I'm sitting do down. I was watching it today for the first time. 
And I sit down when the, when the kid's napping. And then I sit down. I started watching it. And uh, remember how I said last week she came and she actually watched the entire episode? Yeah. Yeah. This week she showed up right as the droids were starting to punch in oh. the door. Oh, boy. And she is by far the best person to watch anything with. So she came in. She opened the door. She's like, hi. Hi, Daddy. And then comes sits. What are you doing? I go, I'm watching Mandalorian. She goes, oh. And then comes sits next to me. And then she goes, and still pauses. She goes, who's that? And I go, those are dark troopers. And then she sits silent for the rest of the episode. She does not say anything. She actually sits there. It's not who's that, who's that, what's this. It's just silence. And then at the end, all the questions come. Oh, Perfect yeah. person oh, to watch wow. with. Perfect person. Uh, aren't aren't you is... glad that a kid who's like three is better to watch movies or <laughs> than, shows with than, than like uh, so many adults? Yeah, like a girlfriend or oh my god, wife. friends or wives. It's it's just the mother-in-law <laughs> experience is is gonna be. <laughs> that's an interesting one to explain Star Wars to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, like so, but yeah, from that point on, like. So you see the, the, like, they're about to come in, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, there's a craft approaching, and you see one X-Wing, and they're like, oh, great, a single X-Wing. Honestly, like, at that time, who thought it was him? Not you me. You didn't? Yo. I wasn't there yet. Yo. I, I did. <laughs> My I first did. reaction to seeing that X-Wing was, I really going to do this? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Luke? And then they show, like, obviously don't show him, but, like, show him killing them, and I'm like... He's wearing a glove. Yep, the glove. The it's glove Luke. definitely. Yeah, the yeah. Glove. And then, then it was in color, and I saw the green lightsaber, and I'm like, that is Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and but like the whole time, I'm like, no, nah, I can't. Yeah, right. But like, right? I'm like, but that's totally once Luke once Skywalker. you figure it out, you know it's Luke, but you can't visually see it until. So when did like, when did you guys? Because I was I was at green lightsaber. Was like, oh, this is Luke. And then and then like the oh, absolute confirmation as X-Wing. soon as you saw the glove. Yeah, X wing for me was when I was like, this is. Luke. Yeah, mine was. But I feel like we've glove. seen people like it's not that hard to get your uh, hand on an X wing. No, it's not. But like, no. When, but this is this is the climax of the show. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is clearly important. They're like, not going to put a nobody in this. But that's like, the, but my that's only, my only that's the thing. I kept, I kept, but a single, I don't know. If it was like just a random person, they could be on an X wing. Like I didn't. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I, I How are they going to defeat much. it? How are they going to defeat these uh, these troopers? I thought it would have been. Well, it was to be a Jedi. a Jedi. I knew it was definitely the Jedi yeah. who heard his call. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't. And I, knew I couldn't actually physically. I couldn't actually mentally comprehend that it. I knew it was, but I couldn't mentally comprehend it until he actually took his his uh, the, hood, the off. hood off. Because yeah. you're just looking at it, it's like, wait a second, is it going to be Mark Hamill? Because he's really old, and this is supposed to take place right yeah. after. And then all of a sudden, you see it, and you're like, oh, so that was yeah. thirty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and to 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 their credit, it it actually looks pretty legit. The wording was the words looked a little yes. funny, but all right, yes. we talked about yeah. this yesterday. When Luke spoke at the first time, he didn't say weird. anything. The first sentence, I don't think his lips moved. Oh yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Like every time he yeah. spoke, the lips really didn't move, and it looked really weird. It's odd too because that would seemingly be the easier part. Like I feel like I see deep fakes all the time where the mouth is accurate. 
Yeah. Like, you're getting mm. the whole thing right, you know, the, like, um, you know, just in, in the totality seems kind of hard without, you know, being in, like, the Uncanny Valley and stuff. But, like, we were talking about it. Like, Rogue One, like, you know, when Tarkin's saying stuff, it, it looks real. Yeah. I, yeah. I have to admit, like, Star Wars with the, the in-person, like, the full-body CGI and everything, like, it's not it's not awful. It really isn't. Leia, it's just Tark, not there Lark. yet. Almost. It's like, almost I feel like, there, but like, isn't part of it though that like your like un- unacceptance of it is the yeah. fact that you just know it's not real? Yeah. Like, isn't that like an impossible thing to see, bridge? See, full disclosure: I didn't know the guy who played um, uh, Tark- Tarkin. Grandma. Yeah, Tarkin. I didn't know. I didn't know he actually died. I had no idea. Oh yeah, and, he died. And it, looked, oh, yeah. and it looked real to me. So, the, the, yeah, but I, I think I that's. But again, him. like to John's point, though, I had no idea he died. But it actually looked real to me. I didn't know that was fake. Yeah. Obviously, right. Leia was different yeah. because you know. Yeah, she's she's think, old yeah, and they're she showing, they're to, showing to, young. Leia. To be honest, the Leia CGI was not very good. No, compared to like the in the Rogue I, Rogue One. Yeah, I that was okay. That, I still think the Leia stuff is okay. I'll be honest with you. It's so quick on the screen, too. Yeah, well, it doesn't though, have I to would be. say Leia stuff in um, Rise of Skywalker was better. No, but that was it, worse. Like, it looked a little weird. But isn't, really? isn't I think the it was Rise worse of Skywalker because the, the stuff... cuts in the scenes made it so that way they tried not to use it too much. There was a lot of, like, from the back and from the side and different angles yeah. and stuff. Mm, when, like I, the, no, when, um, like, the, the her training... I don't oh, think it's yeah. deep like, fake. Yeah, that, I don't think it's deep fakes. About. I think it's outtakes. That's what I thought. No, yeah, least. no, no. But that's not what I'm talking about. You're talking about just how the whole thing looked, or no, no, no. Where the, they do use the deep flashbacks, fakes. the flashbacks of her training. Oh, oh, I know. What you, yeah, that's I didn't. Stuff. I yeah. didn't think that looked good. You didn't think that looked good? No. It was, but the whole movie sucks to me, so that's yeah. probably part of it. Has anybody, <laughs> has anybody actually rewatched that one? No. No, okay. never will. Right, yeah, cool. I don't think I ever will watch it. Maybe if my kids want to watch it. I don't I don't think I've watched it. I might end it. I might be like, and this is it, the Return of the Jedi. If you want to continue, they did they make this show called The Mandalorian. Let's go into that. Right, right. And never acknowledge those three J.J. Abrams movies ever again. Re- remember, like, just us having debates of, like, oh, what order do you show of the six movies? What order do you show your kids? And now it's, like, so fucking... Like they've they've come in and out of so many different little spaces here and there of like Rogue One and Han Solo and you know here's mm-hmm. it, it's like how do you even when you're sh- how do you even do it when now? you're showing these right. movies to your kids I mean I'm we're getting a little out of the episode here but That's all right, it's, man. I'm, it's I'm going to completely ignore the new trilogy I think I, I will, at this too. point I might just say look watch four five six one two three. And then watch, you know, the rest. And even Solo. Yeah. You can watch Solo, but just ignore the new ones. There's no... There's nothing. It, Until they give me a reason to have to watch those, I'm not. And, I mean, The Mandalorian could <laughs> and let's give face me it, a reason to have to. If it's John Favreau and Dave Filoni doing it, you might, you might have to say, all right, yeah. well, now you need to watch the new three. I mean, the the... Only positive thing I can think of with them tying in with the new trilogy in any way is that maybe they can give some backstory or flush out something 
that the movies just ignored or completely glossed over that might make them a little bit more interesting. So everything? <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. No, but like, I, that's that's kind of what I, if they do end up going into the new trilogy that I hope they do is like give some backstory. Like the new they order. Keep, they're they're bringing up the new order mm -hmm. now over and over again. Uh, there's you know the the idea that possibly the reasoning for Grogu's blood was to create the Emperor's clones, or you know in you know Snoke like give a reason for yeah. Snoke being Snoke. That's a tough one. But like that that's a better explanation than what J.J. Abrams gave us in ep in the third tr uh, of the sequel trilogy. It, well. Agreed. It, it, I mean, we've already talked about this, but again, he oh, didn't I, get the I, second yeah. movie. You know, yeah, whatever, whatever. We can we'll we can't go say. down the snow path no, again. No, no, but no. Um, <laughs> all right, I, I do, I do. But to, to to Sean's point, though, I hope the last thing they're trying to do is connect the dots to the sequel trilogy. I really hope yeah. they. I don't. really hope there's no impetus at all to do any. You of know that. what? I, I mean, maybe at like the just the bare margins, okay, but like. I don't need I don't need like another ten like hours of content to explain those three fucking movies. Yeah, I just don't. you know what, you know what I I do want and and I'm probably I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. Like I want them to rebuild Mandalore. I kind of want to see it. I feel like that's the route we're yeah. going down. I I I can see us going a different route for some reason, but like I, I kind of want to see the Mandalore come back. You know. Can I, I mean, can I do my, like, little season three, uh, like, I guess, uh, guess or hypothesis or whatever you want to call can it? We, do can we want to finish I the do, episodes? like, a little thing on... Yeah. yeah let me do a little yeah. thing on Luke first. All right. One, is it odd to me, and granted, they definitely can't get into much with the CGI, but is it weird to me uh, that, like, he had no sort of moment seeing Grogu of like flashbacks to Yoda, Yoda. like wouldn't mm -hmm. that be an incredibly emotional moment I do feel like I don't know how you guys feel is that R2-D2 was the one Grogu. yeah because R2 was around went during you know the, the fall of the Jedi he was in that um, in, in the, the temple a lot with Anakin so I feel like, and R2-D2's memory was never wiped, which is what happens usually to droids is they'll wipe the memories. R2's was never wiped. I so, thought they did. No, they're no, supposed they wiped to. C-3PO's. They were supposed to mm. wipe the memories. That's that's why he knew that he was owned by Obi-Wan Kenobi in how, episode four. I forget. How do we know How do we know that, though? Know what? That R2's was not right, wiped when 3PO's was? Because in episode four, Three, they say to wipe the protocol droid's memory. Right, but they didn't. Though. But why? Not three. Uh, but how no, do we know did, one and not no, the other? No, they did wipe C three PO's memory though, because oh. he doesn't remember who Obi Wan Kenobi is. So R two remembers why? Yeah, R two remembers a lot. Well, they're supposed to. Okay. Oh, they only wiped the protocol droid. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. You're right. Yep. You're right. Sorry. Oh, the protocol droid. Oh, right. Yeah. He's not a protocol. He's droid. an astro. He's an astro. I'm sorry. Um. Love seeing R2. Yeah, I think yeah, I, no, I had awesome. a massive smile on my face when Luke showed up. Mm -hmm. But then like I just couldn't stop giggling when R2D2 showed up. Did you oh, like and did you guys like feel I I just felt something when he showed up and I didn't feel that at all in the sequel trilogies. No, yeah. I was you like know, happy. 
I'm I really not so trying happy. to be a hardo about the sequel trilogies, but like just it, this hits. I don't know yeah. why, but it because, just it does. Because it's, I was it's just... giving justice to like a good connection between like to the original uh, characters. Like <laughs> it do- gives them justice. It's not just like right? him standing on a hill and then throws the lightsaber and walks away. Like that's what we get <laughs> it's, it's from not, it, like Luke the first it, time. It's not like when they actually try to rewipe or re- restart C three PO's mind in the the rise of Skywalker and they're like, Oh, I just want to see the face of my friends. I'm like, but R2D2 is your best friend and he's not even there. Yeah. It's, it's, well, yeah. He's known, known these people. people for a couple of years. I, like, come on. I have to say this, like that last scene, the whole fact that Luke's talking did not match his face just took me out of the scene. Really? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about Luke, too, and especially he's, like, Jedi Master incredibly... And this is the case in Six. I mean, this isn't anything new. Um, But, you know, he's just so cold to everybody else and, like, exclusionary and is like, I'm a Jedi, you can't possibly understand what that is. Mm -hmm, You know? Like, that's his kind of whole being in the Sixth movie. At least I find that. No, you're right. You're right. right. He's all dressed in black and, you know... I mean, if you go expanded, I mean, he dabbled into the dark side between five and six. And like, that's kind of like where he's at in six is like, he kind of turned to the dark side a little bit, but came back to become a Jedi. That's why he's all in all black and like the way he acts, the way he does and why that Palpatine feels like he can turn. Again, did those books come out before the movie was filmed? No, but no. I think I think there, there's elements of Empire though that like fall into that of like him, you know, walking the narrow line of the dark. Yeah, I mean that's I the mean, point. It's in his blood, that's the whole point of fair. the second one is him right. or fifth the fifth movie is he's trying to find the balance. You know, yeah. I mean, they're just going a lot further than what Lucas had in the scripts, but right. like there's elements of that. Like it's not like this is totally foreign and out of nowhere. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I just found Luke kind of weird in his interactions, and it, certainly Sam, I agree with you. It wasn't helped by the CGI element <laughs> of it, and the fact that you know I don't know how they make Luke or specifically Mark Hamill sound that way. Whether this is like them harvesting old audio they ha- clips, they, did, or, they definitely harvested because he said one yeah, thing. No, he obviously, no, no, it's him. Are you sure? Because it's he said one 100%. thing louder than everything else in this no, sentence. No, it will. So what it was is they digitally de-aged him onto another actor's body and they digitally de-aged his voice. You know what? I really want to see the gallery for this one. Christmas Day I think is when it's coming. Yeah, it, yeah the uh, the special comes out Christmas oh, Day. Oh, they're, the they're going the to do that? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Um, now, I, because, I, actually, I never watched the other one too. I should check that out. Mm. Um, because of all this it kind of made me miss the actual emotional moment where Grogu sees Mando's face for the first time. I know. Oh, my God. I was crying like a baby during that part. Because it was like, Grogu finally got to see Mando's, his daddy's face. Like, <laughs> he got to see him with his own eyes again, like, kind of thing. Like, kind of mm. like Vader with uh, Luke. But obviously, Mando wasn't dying. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but, like, the fact that he had that, that creed where he never took the helmet off. And in that moment, he was like, no, I have to. Yeah, see, now... 
the Creed thing is what I question next. Oh yeah, I I feel like he's going to go to more towards what Mandalorians, true Mandalorians Still are, for, yeah. keeping their helmet helmet, they not keeping it on all the time, and you know, and I feel like so this is like my theory on season three is that it's going to follow him becoming the leader of the Mandalorians. I mean, it's going to start with Bo-Katan essentially trying to kill him, but I feel like eventually she's going to understand that he is going to be a good Mandalore and him stepping into the role possibly. I don't think she's going to try to kill him or at the very least the entire season will be Bo-Katan waffling back and forth of whether or not she wants to kill him. Right. Because you got a vibe there like as she was looking at Mando of I don't want to have to do this, but I feel like I kind of have to. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah. my my biggest problem is you get into that type of drama of should I, shouldn't I? That is almost kryptonite for a TV show, particularly one like yeah. this. It, it, yeah, because it, it kind of like falls in the same boat as like will they, won't they get together yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and that's never worked. I, no, it works, <laughs> and but then not as mo- not as often you as to, you want. Yeah. But eventually you need to come, like, find an ending to that. And when there, like, is an ending, so let's say Jim and Pam in the office, it's like, now what? Right. Like, who's ever who's ever made a successful drama about a character spending the entire time waffling back and forth about killing someone? I mean, <laughs> they'd have to write that in some kind of Hamlet out in maybe Denmark. I don't know. Space well, Hamlet. I don't I, 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 <laughs> I don't know if I feel. I don't know how I feel about that though, because I do like Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, how it travels to no, different planets and stuff. But you come to this Chris, Mandalore like, thing, and it's just you're, you're kind of finding can, a home, you know. Well, Chris, I mean, I, can we kind of. Um, I think Sean, this is kind of a good segue to what you were talking about earlier. What are you feeling for the next season? Because I'll be honest with you. It's not like I don't know what the show is without Baby Yoda, but like mm-hmm. that was a big part of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. The success of this show kind of fell on Baby Yoda's hands. Now, to, just to give you an idea, uh, like this is so today I was a part of a, a holiday thing. I dressed up as the Mandalorian. I held it, the Baby Yoda doll in my hand and people drove by the amount of people who were like, Baby Yoda, like screaming out of their cars because they saw Baby Yoda. Like we saw like 700 cars today. I would say like 650 of them were screaming Baby Yoda when they saw him. Yeah, they had to call the cops to uh, to get the people to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> they bring, bring in the fire hoses to beat back the yeah. crowd. But but like, like Baby Yoda is one of the reasons why this show what became so successful. Like why people tr- tuned in. I was like, I mean, there's Star Wars fans who sat down and were like, "Let's watch this." Oh, this is pretty good. And then there's the people who are like, "What the hell is this Baby Yoda thing? Let's check it out." Oh, that was actually a pretty good show. I, I think, honestly, we're not done with Baby Yoda. He's going to be in the I, next I, season. It's just, how is he? I kind of want him to Baby be done, Yoda does not. Baby Yoda does not seem like he's happy about leaving Mando. Agreed, but he needs to harness his powers and stuff. Like he needs to... Do we think Baby Yoda's going to go bad? No. Like, I do. I don't know if he's with Luke. I remember, feel like Luke would modulate. Remember, that. Kylo Ren. It's uh, yeah. You know, this is before Kylo Ren, so right. So 
he's I don't, I don't think he's going bad. But it, I if, firstly, I, I don't, you can't do that. That's that's not Disney. That's not Disney. No, there's like zero chance, yeah. Baby Yoda. I, I I going on on whether or not he's in it, Sam. I don't want him to be. I kind of want to just let's tie this up. It's already wrapped up in a very nice bow. Let's move on. I don't. I, I kind of. I, you know, it'd be great to see him, but it's one of those. If we do see him, it's got to be like two or three years down the road, because then it just gives you warm feels in the end. But it, right now, I just don't want it. Like, give me more Mandalorian. We got rid of Boba Fett. Great, love it. And we got the Luke thing out of the way, which didn't expect, but you know. That's fine. I don't want to see it again. Let's let's move on. Let's follow Mando. Think, I I love Mando right now. Yeah. Do you think that's the last time we see uh, Luke? Yeah. Oh yeah. I oh hope, yeah. I hope. So. I want to see the cost. I, like, yeah. I hope that. I hope it is a one-off. Yeah. I'm not mm. sure it will be. Right. Um, I think. I think truthfully, uh, just as big of a test as thus far is going to be now that um, for like Favreau and Filoni to like not overkill it with the fan service stuff. Because, like, I'll be totally honest with you, that's all this is. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I loved it. Like, I, I'm served. It's, but, it's the good kind of fan service. Right, but, mm-hmm. like, let's be real. It's not like they made, like, tough story choices or, like, you know, like, they did the thing everybody wanted to see, which I'm fine with, and, like, they should be applauded for giving it to us. But, like, you know... Is it actually like a difficult thing to do? Apparently, it was so. for JJ. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, he did the bad kind of fans. But you could yeah. do too yeah. much. It, it, right now, Favreau and and Filoni are are basically in the driver's seat of a brand new, like Lamborghini. You can create anything you want at this point. You already have the fan service. You already have the fan dedication. You don't need anything yeah. more than that. Build something out. Yeah. Go your own they, way. They, they I'm just imagining the that they can do yeah, it. I'm just imagining at like the Lamborghini dealership, they give you the keys and they say to you, "You are God now." Yeah. <laughs> well, because at this I'll, at this point, Bob Iger is probably like you two. You have no over, oversight. Just do what you want. I, I, I can't imagine gone, where they're he? like. Yeah, who, well, yeah, he's kind of gone. Chapek. Who, who is the whoever the CEO is? I forget. I don't um, know who he is at this point. Oh no, it's is it is it a she? It's, it's not, not a she. she. It's not a she. Um, I don't think so. So, yeah, I, I think I think I don't know. We, we've talked about how like you should give them the keys to all of this. Um, you know, I would not Chapek. be opposed. I'm sure I, you, you three guys would be in the same boat of like these guys being in the driver's seat of, I mean, effectively like the Kevin Feige role. Yeah. Of well, like give like them the, Kathleen the, Kennedy's uh, job because she's well, technically like the Feige. Right. <laughs> Shouldn't all I'm saying, all I'm saying, is I want Baby Yoda to become a Mandalorian. <laughs> Yeah, with him with the helmet, with like the ears yeah. coming out. Yeah. I mean, in a, in a few a years, you could have that though. In a few years, you could have like he's not taking to the training. He 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 has connections, you know, like Anakin Skywalker. He has too much emotions towards this one person. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Yeah. That's why Imagine I'm saying having... he might go down the dark side is because of the loss of his father. Figure. You can't do that in Disney though. It, he either becomes Mandalorian or you don't see him again. Sith. I'm not saying he's going to become a Sith. 
I'm just saying, there's, you know, there's too much darkness in him. Imagine, though, having, like, a Jedi bounty hunter. Like, that just kind of sounds cool. Or a Jedi yeah. Mandalorian. Aura saying it already happened. Okay, well, chill she's out, in, bro. She's in Phantom Menace, so. I, I don't care. She She's that, like, random woman I during the pod care. racing scene. And she's also care. in the Clone and Wars. And she's in the Clone Wars, yeah. Yep. In, in like, real movies. <laughs> I, Phantom Menace is in a real movie? We can all agree, no. In movies that don't say, now this is pod racing, are not real movies. <laughs> um, okay, uh, do we want to... Are, are we good with, like, Luke's stuff? Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't, I'm good with Luke. Yeah. I thought, you know, I was really feeling the emotions, although I, I'll be honest with you, Sam, I, I think it's the same way. It's like, yeah, kind of, like, it was just sort of there. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I got your mans now. Like, <laughs> I'll just take this, like, main character. See you later. Like, it was almost in some ways, like, it felt like it was, like, a kidnapping. <laughs> I mean, he just, like, grabs him and walks wrong. off. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just this, like, you know, and look, it's, it's not out of nowhere that Luke is, like, heartless and withdrawn. Like, that's in the movies. And that's in even the sequel trilogy. Um, so maybe that's true to form. I just feel like, I don't know. Maybe it could have been a little bit differently. But um, really burying the lead to this entire podcast, at least for so, sure. Rem- so yeah. remember earlier in this podcast, I mentioned like there were uh, my fear of this show becoming, oh man, isn't Boba Fett so cool, guys? Like, really? Don't worry, Sam, it's not happening. They, they decided to make a show out of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't be happier. No, I, so when it it so the post credit scene, it shows Jabba the Hutt's palace. Then like Bib Fortuna, who is Jabba's like right hand guy, kind of thing. He's ended up taking the role. He is his lecues are ginormous now. He's a fatty. Uh, like he gained a lot of weight. Um, I mean the the like corporate welfare like uh, you know health program and the Hut family or the Hut cartel <laughs> is not great. <laughs> well, I it's know it's basically um, bacon. There is a uh, a senator in uh, the uh, prequel trilogy who's at uh, Twi'lek who is like massive like that. So I'm wondering if it's like a dominant thing. But that's me being a stupid nerd. Shut it's a big too chair. He's got to fill out the big chair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there's the big chair. Yeah. You like know. you don't notice the chair getting tight when it's that big. <laughs> it's not a chair. It's a platform. No, no, it's, it's a, a chair. Jabba it's had a, a platform. Yeah. yeah. But Fortuna has the throne. Yeah. Okay. Well, you could really see the chair behind Bob. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was uh, a chair there. Uh, I thought it was just no, a platform. There was, there was no chair. No, there was no chair. But uh, yeah. So, uh, so Fennec Shand comes in, starts shooting up the place. Boba comes in. Bib's like, oh, I thought you were dead. And then, boom, he's dead. Um, can I just express? And then Boba sits on the throne. Can I just express, like, how awesome I think that it's called the Book, the Book of, of Boba, Boba Fett? Fett. Yeah. I, th- I think that's going to be epic. Um, and I if can, you have I, I'll, Obi-Wan filming at the same time... You might actually get well, a little bit of a crossover there, sort of like the it, Flash if it's, and universe. If it's a prequel, then yeah, I can, I, I like that makes sense. Like, uh, 
like but between the two movies but i don't think that's what it is it's i think it's about boba fett taking over jabba's crime syndicate you agree anyone else want to see like the whole time boba fett's like narrating it but it's like one of those like weird like teen dramas where they're just like this is my advice for being a gangster god damn and like keep stopping and stuff and be like i bet you're wondering what happened to me now let's go back an hour Mm. (laughs) no sam can i counterpoint i kind of hate the name really i really really like it i like it i mean i don't know i guess i thought it was like a little too uh generic maybe i do love that last shot though of like him oh, on yeah. the throne and then like, it's so... with the like the the blue it's so it's it's so goddamn fan servicey but like i kind of don't care like it's so like audaciously like over the top fan service that like yeah. i can almost guarantee you those that show is gonna have more fan service and I'm hundred percent okay of with others. It. And that whole that whole scene is very indicative of uh, Boba Fett because the whole time we get uh, what's her face Fennec doing Shai. all the actual badass stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up, takes one shot, and sits in the big chair. Well, she's yeah. she's and indebted to him. That's... Yeah, she owes him a life debt. I know. It's just like, and everybody's just like, "Oh man, Boba Fett!" And it's like he did nothing in this. She, <laughs> this she has to be careful. Remember the last creature that actually had a life debt to somebody? You know, Chewbacca? they had to, no Jar Jar. <laughs> Jar Jar was the more recent one, or no, it was a life debt. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Episode uh, Seven. Yeah. Anyways, uh, and Solo, but um, no, so. Do you, do you want like a bunch of uh, little Easter eggs in that whole scene? Yeah, yeah I got some. So on the throne, uh, there's actually Rancor heads carved into the throne, if you look at it. Um, Matthew Wood, I was telling Sam and John this last uh, last night. Matthew Wood plays Bib Fortuna. Matthew Wood also played Bib Fortuna in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. And he's more known as the voice of General Grievous through the Clone Wars and Episode 3. Um, and that staff that Bib Fortuna is holding on to, it, it's actually a staff that his toy came with back when, like, Kenner had the toys, back in, like, was it the 80s? So it was a staff that his toy came with that doesn't appear in the movie at all. So they just, like, brought it back for this, like, one shot. That's a, down the rabbit little, hole. Little, little, little Easter eggs right there. Yeah. What I mean, do you have any guesses at all what that show's even going to be like? I just think it's going to be about Boba taking over the crime syndicate. Like, yeah. Do you might... think it's going to be him building a crime family? Because like, I kind of really dig that. Yeah, I, it's, it's one hundred percent going to be that. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be crime drama. Them trying to give a little oh, bit of yeah. resistance <laughs> to him, and then it's a hey, Boba. Let me over. tell you, it's going to be like The Sopranos, but with Boba Fett. Yeah, Space Sopranos. <laughs> the Space Sopranos. The Fets. It will be. Look, it will be that. How, what do you think there's going to be pod racing in it? There isn't Probably. because pod racing is over. Oh, why? Be, okay. So, <laughs> it's the God one thing everybody it. hates, but we ask why. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they bring it back. No, uh, because of Anakin winning and uh, as being a human, because humans do not win at pod racing. 
it became more and more like they want this and it kind of ended up destroying the sport and it doesn't exist anymore. Who said, is that in Clone Wars? No, that is Expanded Universe after okay. episode one. Pod racing is still a thing. Yeah. yeah. This is George Lucas, though. Yeah, but like, he doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, you're right. He's almost more dead than JJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Bond um, franchise. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the next like ten years being just undermining the shit out of those movies. Like, Part of me is nothing, very excited for that. There's nothing I want more. Yeah, it's just gonna what's going to be, really be nice. what's going to be the show that has the first tie-in. You know, what's going to be that one show that has the first tie-in? It's I, I'm happier at the fact that they're tying in with the Clone Wars more than they're cl- tying in right? with the sequel trilogy. Right. But, like, that what's going to be, the, more, like John yeah. says, what's going to be the one dot that connects it to? I, don't know. The, I mean, they're going to they wait a bit because there's not a lot of good feelings yeah, for the yeah, uh, right. sequel trilogy. And the reason why they're going after like Clone Wars is that has a lot of good feelings about it. Yeah. So right. Also, I mean, like you know, Daisy Ridley's kind of a star. Oscar Isaac's a star. Um, I can't think of the John Boyega's. Got he's stuff he's going he's on. actually like been in a few like quote unquote blockbuster things. So you, uh, yeah, know, I mean, unless you get it. like unless you get like a Rose Tico spinoff show like teed up. I don't think you'll be seeing those guys anytime no. soon. No, they all basically said they're done with their roles. If they have a Del Toro back. movie or a TV show, I, I think I might lose my shit. I could see him showing up. I, I, I'd flip out. I'd flip out. It's not going to happen. The master codebreaker who's not the master codebreaker. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, he was proved to do no codebreaking anyway. Well, no, he wasn't actually the master codebreaker they were looking for. Anyway, you're right. It was um, yeah. They should have uh, what's his face show up. Um, oh fuck, what's his name? You know what? Road Tropic Thunder. You know what? Ben Stiller. No, the other guy. Rob Robert Downey Jr. No. Nick Nolte. <laughs> he's in the Leftovers. Oh. Uh, oh, he's also an alien. Ryan Th- Ryan Th- Ryan Theroux. Theroux. Oh, okay. Then he's not an alien. Ryan Theroux. I don't know. One was banging Jennifer Aniston. Anyway, um, so twenty twenty one, I think will. I think they have they have announced technically a third season of Mandalorian. Yep. Uh, yeah, okay. Same time as Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. So. So that'll be Christmas coming out next year. But Book of Boba Fett is twenty twenty or December twenty twenty one. That'll be interesting. I don't know. Are we getting any of the other ones first, like the Obi Wan series or Ahsoka Tono? I don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they've written everything the Obi Wan still... yet. Well, no, they're filming it. They're oh, filming, they're filming so Obi Wan. I'm pretty sure oh. they wrote it. Um, oh, so no, yeah, this got done. Yeah, Obi Wan's gonna be this year probably. If they're filming it already, it's... I don't know. I think there's an extensive post process yeah. or post production process because um, I think Mando was finished in like January. Mm-hmm. Or like super early in twenty twenty. Yeah, in ten months of post. Yeah. Plus, you don't want to sure. drop these things too quickly. Yeah, you don't want to blow, you know, yeah. blow yeah, everything Disney, Disney, in, at the end of the well, year. Well, you say, I mean, you say that, but there are like a thousand shows. Oh, I know. Like, yeah, but you I want mean, Star Wars spread out throughout the year. You don't want it. You know, for one. for now, yeah, you don't want to like release all the properties at once and Plus, then nothing. Plus, you have the front of the year kind of front-loaded with uh, Marvel, so... Right. 
Is it? Okay. Yeah, plus you, <laughs> plus you need to figure out the movie situation, too, because you don't want to release it the same weekend as you're putting out, you mm. know, uh, Black Widow or what, whatever else is coming out this year. I, You know, that that's an interesting thing, though. I wonder if these guys ever make, like, do they ever make a Mando movie? We'll see. We'll see if they have a... We'll see if these TV shows start a universe that will eventually carry to movies, sort of the reverse of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, uh, what I feel like is um, what we could get is, I mean, like, the X-Files ended up with, like, a movie, or uh, just a few movies, but kind of like that kind of thing, whereas instead of, you know, a two-hour-long episode, they're like, let's up the production, take this two-hour movie that, like, TV show that has a good story, let's turn it into a movie, release it in theaters. Regardless of what it is, though, I, I think you... It still would be hard to transition Mando to a movie, unless it had... No. Unless it I had... Cast... Like, a, a, a cast that's additional. Actually, honestly, you know what they could do? They could make it so it's like, Mando shows up in a movie... In like an Avengers style kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, or you could. I wouldn't put it past. Them. Or you could just. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put them. I wouldn't put it past them for them to do this thing where they put out a bunch of shows and then they put out a huge movie mm. that's got you know all of these different sectors or verticals coming together. You know, because you got the like Cara Dune and Mando and Ahsoka Tano and Boba Fett and like you know. Like a big team up movie. I mean, we effectively had that like in miniature this season yeah, right. with the finale. Or you could just with do the, finale the, 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 the last two episodes last. in theaters, sort of like the Inhumans did with the first two episodes. Oh, don't say Inhumans. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I watched all of that. We shall see. I just I think though, the flag has been solidly planted in the Star Wars cinematic universe. I'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's there's a new sheriff in town, and we are we are better for it. I'm a little little guarded or a little cautiously optimistic insofar as it's e- or it's not easy to do this for one show, but it's a lot harder to do this for two shows. And you know, look if if the Caradoon show comes out and is like just okay, I think that's fine. Like I'm not you know I'm not having like gigantic expectations for like the Obi Wan yeah, show or it's anything like, like that. Honestly, or the, like uh, Cassian show. Yeah, that's the, actually probably the next one. All I need from these other shows is to be good, or just like decent. Because I have Mandalorian to go as like my, you know, go to. This is amazing show. Yeah, and also I think you know it's fucking Star Wars. Like, does it yeah. actually if it conforms to the Star Wars? template um it doesn't actually have to be incredible to be really good at least in our eyes because we're fucking fanboys so <laughs> please i am completely rational about my love of star wars i mean come on yeah. but i'm just i'm i'm glad the the taste of the sequel movies and look like we had it last year already like with the like it's just such a joke now of like how shitty that last movie was compared to even like Mandalorian season one that we kind of already saw the writing on the wall there, but now that it's there and it's like, okay, this don't worry guys, this is the Star Wars thing now. So. Yeah. 
I'm happy about that. I'm happy that it seems like there's a course and we're not like just flailing. Because it's Star Wars. I'm, 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 you know, I, I hold back on the Marvel stuff because that's never been my big thing. But this is, this is my big thing. I'm not gonna lie. I can't wait until the next Comic Con because a bunch of my money is gonna be spent towards Mandalorian metal prints. Yeah, those things are gonna look sick. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. God. Oh man. Such a nerd. I gotta make room on my walls. It's definitely going to be a while till we get Mando again. Any any last parting thoughts here? I think I think this season was exponentially better than the first season, and I really it's hard for me to say that I don't see it stopping. So yeah, I think my only worry is I hope they're not going to only lean on fan servicey stuff or don't do it any more than they did this season because I think this season had plenty. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do want them to start building out on their own kind of not world, obviously, right. but you know their own kind of story. With, not not with using all these it as a crutch or a you know yeah. a, a with carrot. With all these um, spinoff shows, uh, you're probably going to see a lot of crossover, which is going to kind of be nice in a way, because then they don't have to pull from the movies; they can pull from the shows. Mm. Yeah, I'd rather so, them pull from shows or old yep. movies than the new trilogy. Yeah. So, and yeah. I feel like the way things are going, how this one ended. So we we talked about um, Admiral Thrawn becoming a part of the show. I think he's going to be the big bad in Ahsoka, and we're not yeah. really going to get him at all in this show. Which is cool. They can even do that. Yeah. And like, yeah. I'm happy that they're doing that. Right. I do, I I, I, I kind of want to see Mandalorian. Like, just the planet and the build-up of that. Yeah, like, this... He doesn't have to be in the Mando show. It's probably much better suited for to be in that one. Yeah. But I'm still still excited he's he's coming. I'm I'm just excited that we're going to get more uh, 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 Esposito uh, just, like, hamming it up (laughs) as the bad guy. I'll be honest with you, I've never been, like... Super impressed. No, me neither. And I love but him like, as an actor. But when, like, he leans into the like, I'm just gonna ham this up. It starts growing on me, and I'm like, okay, give me another season, and like really hamming up as the bad guy. Because I remember there was that one shot of the scene where he does this turnaround that's so like flamboyant. I was like, yes, just keep doing that. It's mm. <laughs> that was two episodes ago that. Yeah, is what you're talking about, Sam. Just ham it up. It's like Hella in the Thor. <laughs> oh God, she, she she was just kind of playing with it. Yeah, but it's like it's something oh, I, I, I love to see. I loved every second of it. Yeah, it's fun. To, it's fun to watch. Like especially good actors ham it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a good I'm not I'm not here to see great acting. I'm here to see a bad guy, and like the more kind of ridiculously bad you make it, the kind of more fun it is. That's true. So we all set to wrap this up. Oh yeah. All right. Well, yep. congratulations, Favreau and Filoni. I applaud you. 
And congratulations season, to all you Boba Fett fans, just like me. We, we basically got what we wanted. Yeah. You now have something to justify your love. <laughs> yeah, yep, right. yep. It took 30 plus years, but you know. Yeah, but I don't care. It took like 40 plus years. But we got it. So congratulations to all you other Fett heads out there. Um, you guys are like a di- diaspora. Like you, you finally found a homeland. Yeah. <laughs> In New Mandalorians. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. All right. Well, if you like our podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, uh, at Google. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Knights of Nerditude. Leave us a review. Leave us a message on something you want us to review, and we'll get around to it. Until next time. This is the way. Take your goddamn helmet off. Be great. Little bit. Alright.